We've been gone for a minute, but we're back now. Welcome back to another episode of Sparkcast Media. I'm Austin Bradley, joined by my co-host, Brian Sparkman. Take it easy on us a cigar, boy. Well, I don't have a cigar today, but we do have a lot to talk about. Because the NFL has started up again. Week one has just finished. We back, baby! Yes, we are back. So, week one of the NFL. Major headlines. Some good, some not so good. We're going to get into it all here today. Is there anything you want to get into before we jump straight into the scores from week one for the NFL? No, let's get started. All right. Thursday night football. Season opener, the Lions beat the Chiefs 21-20. to Then we move to Sunday. The Browns beat the Bengals 24-3. to Ravens 25, Texans 9. The Buccaneers beat the Vikings 20-7. to 17, I should say. <laughs> Not 7. That's a pretty surprising game either way. The Falcons beat the Panthers 24-10. to Commanders over the Cardinals 20-16. to Jaguars and Colts 31-21. Jags win. The 49ers had a, pre- a pretty decent game, 30-7 to over decent? the Steelers. Just decent? Let me finish the rest of these games we can, we can get into. All right. Don't talk about my team like that. Saints beat the Titans 16-15. to Raiders beat the Broncos 17-16. to Eagles had an ugly win over the Patriots 25-20. to The Rams beat the Seahawks 30-13. to Dolphins and Chargers in a shootout 36-34. Dolphins win. Then the Packers, like always, beating the Bears. 38 to 20, new quarterback, same result. New papa. Sunday night football, the Cowboys shut out the Giants 40 to 0. Just absolutely dominated them and then Monday night football, the Jets beat the Bills 22 to 16 in overtime. And of course, the big story coming out of that game is Aaron Rodgers out for the season. His career too? No. <laughs> he's not done. He's going to come back next year. I don't I don't think he's going to want to end his career like that we're, we're, we're gonna dive into that later why don't we dive into it right now oh bet I, w- I would love to i don't think that he's gonna be coming back he's 38 years old tore his achilles i mean he had a great career i just call it call it raps see a normal quarterback i would say yes this is aaron Rodgers. okay <clears throat> he's not normal I mean, obviously, he went into the darkness for, what, like five days and then decided he wanted to be a New York Jet. He's not going to... He's going to take this injury. He's going to have to rehab it anyway. He's going to come back next year. He has a two-year contract. He wants to come back next year, try to win one more Super Bowl before he finally calls it quits. I don't think this changes anything for him. I, I feel like it does, especially his age. You know, he had a great career. Like, not even a great, amazing career. Um... I mean, besides getting bounced off in the playoffs to the 49ers or Seahawks every year, but I, I feel like I feel like he's he's old, he's proven himself, you know. Yeah, like he, he he's not he's not a scrambler, so he you know this like this injury like will it, will affect him if he come if he does come back. I feel like it does a little bit, but how his play style is, it wouldn't really affect it because he's a he's a pocket passer and you know he's a, he's a gunslinger. But I feel like he would be wrapping up after after this injury. No, I I still don't think so. Even even though he is thirty eight, we see quarterbacks like you just you know Tom Brady played till he was like forty six. 
you old, know old bastard exactly <laughs> like quarterbacks play longer because they don't have to do as much well certain quarterbacks don't have to do as much anymore mm-hmm. especially if they have, they have a good like line and team around them that protect them especially if they have a good offensive line a good defense a good run game all the three things that the New York Jets have Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to come back to an offense that he's familiar with with Nathaniel Hackett still going to be there next year most likely He's going to be able to come back with all the like good defense, offense, offensive line, and run game. And he's going to be able to be Aaron Rodgers still. It doesn't matter if he tore his Achilles or not. He's, he's still going to be able to come back. I think I don't think there's any way he's going to end his career after after an injury like this. What what foot is it on? Uh, what has left? I'm, I'm not sure. I would have to look that, look at that again. It was uh, the same foot, I think, that Ndamukong Seuss stepped on uh, like a few years back. I believe that was his left foot. Yeah. And he, he, I don't think it matters, though, what foot it is. A torn Achilles is stored a torn Achilles. It, it, does, it does, especially how like a passer throws and like how he explodes and like his movements and stuff like that and how he moves his foot, like footwork and stuff like that. It, it, does, it does affect it a little bit, but... So do you think the left is the worst case scenario than the right? You know, I I, I actually don't know. I I really don't know. I like that's something I would honestly like want to look up, and I will probably look up later. But that's actually an interesting question. I, that's something like I I feel like it would be because whenever you throw throw the football, you're like you're right handed. You have your left foot in front, and you when you throw, you know, you're on that one foot sometimes because you you sling it really hard, and you uh, left up on your right foot. So I would think it would, but I I don't know because you're also you're planting your back, back foot too and exploding and using that. So I would say you're I I I would say right foot honestly would be more effective because you're exploding more off of it and you know launching. Yeah, but I th- I still think either way because if we look at this. If like somebody in in their normal life, right, was working a normal job, yeah, tore their Achilles somehow, they're still gonna have to rehab it. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is still gonna have to rehab it and go through all that. Why wouldn't he just try to come back next year? He's gonna be a very rich man next year because of that restructured contract. He's getting a lot of money next year, guaranteed. I don't know. I'm just saying. If he comes back next year, tries to win another Super Bowl before he retires, he might even play for another five years after this. We don't even know. Yeah, it just depends how it affects him. Yeah, I, I just don't see him retiring. Now, if he comes back next year and he's not as good, then I could see him retiring. But I don't see that happening because it's Aaron Rodgers, and he's always been great ever since he started playing. So... He's the, he's the last of the uh, generational quarterbacks of Big Ben's and Tom Brady and yeah of that generation Phillip Rivers. He's the last one except for Matt Ryan, who's floating around as a free agent right now. But <laughs> you, yeah, hey, maybe the Jets should bring Matt Ryan in. No man, they're bringing in Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick's agent reached out to the Jets and. He's still trying to come back. I don't think there's any any way that is going to happen. I, I think I think they're going to go with Zach Wilson. 
Well, no, I think they should go with Zach Wilson as their starter because they're eventually going to have to, you know, have him as their full-time starter. Yeah. That's I what mean, they said. Young. Yeah, he's young. I mean, he was supposed to be underneath Aaron Rodgers' wing for, like, the next, like this year and next year. Or, yeah, this year and next year, I'm sorry. Um, and, I, I, and he knows the system. He's been there for three years. Yeah. But it, it is a new offense because Nathaniel Hackett's the new offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... He might. He still probably knows it decent enough, though. Yeah, I mean, he's been in the NFL for three years. He has experience against defenses, you know. Like, you know, I, I feel like just go with Zach Wilson. He's, you know, he's been there for the whole training camp, obviously. You know, Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure, was helping him, you know, like helping him and stuff like that. Just let him go this year. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying as a, as a backup quarterback, they need to bring somebody in. Yeah. I mean... As much as what happened last year with the Colts with Matt Ryan, where he didn't do very well, I can't really say it was all his fault because our offensive line was really bad last year. Now, if you bring him in as a backup, I'm sure he's still valuable as a backup quarterback yeah. with insight and knowledge and everything. He could probably help Zach Wilson out. And then if something does happen where Zach Wilson has to come out of a game, you could have Matt Ryan go in there, and, and he's going to be worse off than Zach Wilson, I would say. But it's still possible for him to maybe win a game or two if it, that is needed with the Jets. And uh, another person, like I, I heard this earlier, um, Jacoby Brissett. Uh, I'm not sure if he's a free agent. Let me look that up real quick. But he would be a great option. I mean, I love Jacoby Brissett. I thought I thought I saw or heard he was like a free agent or saw. But even if they make like a like a small trade, because I think that he's if he if he still play for a team, he'd probably be the uh, Cleveland Browns. No, he plays for the Commanders. Oh, rip. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember because they were like saying if Sam Howell should start or if Jacoby Brissett would start. But yeah, I, I mean, if they could trade for Jacoby Brissett to come in and be the backup quarterback for Zach Wilson, that's a that's a really big, really good addition. Jameis Winston is a really good addition. Your boy, I love Jameis Winston. Your boy dancing on the crutches. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would love to see Jameis Winston get a shot again at. I don't know if he. I, I wouldn't say start him for the Jets, but at least get a shot somewhere else because the Saints aren't. They're not going to play him. They got too much money wrapped up in Derek Carr. They're not going to play him. So if he goes to the Jets, Aaron. They have a lot of money wrapped up in Aaron Rodgers, but he's out. They don't really have too much of a connection with Zach Wilson, other than they drafted him as the second overall pick a few years ago. But he's already going to be on a short leash this year, I think, with mm-hmm. the rest of the year. Bring in James Winston. I mean, he threw for over 5,000 yards one year, 30 touchdowns, 30 picks. I know it was a lot of picks, but... <laughs> you slanging it. <laughs> you slinging it. Can't, a gunslinger can't help it, dude. It's a natural instinct of his to just slang that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. James Winston. <clears throat> So his stats in 2021, Jameis Winston had 1,170 yards, 14 touchdowns, three picks in the time that he played. Now, 2022, before he got injured, he had 858 yards, four touchdowns, five picks. 
but the difference between two picks isn't that much. And it could have been two really good plays. I'd have to go back and watch. I'm obviously not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I, I still think James Winston could be a valuable asset to a team like the Jets. Yeah. He, I feel like he would, but he wouldn't because, like I said, he, he's, he's a big – he makes a big play or he doesn't make the big play and, you know, gets picked. And – a lot, a lot of teams are like they they don't they don't like the aspect of turning the ball over and like having that risk. They want a sure thing. Yeah, except for the Bills. Yeah, overpay. <laughs> they they love Josh Allen. One touchdown, four turnovers, and that loss to the Jets. Was Zach Wilson coming in four plays into the game for the the Jets? I mean, come on. They should have won that game. They lose in overtime to a punt return. <laughs> Which, shout out. It was, yeah, it was a walk-off punt return. Shout out to the punt returner, who <laughs> we'll get to in a little bit. Isn't he, uh, wasn't he, like, uh, fighting to get cut? Yeah, he's a rookie this year. Yeah. And they, they kept him on, and he, I mean, good choice. He was real good. And that punt return, of course. He was fast. He's, he's fast. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to him in a second, but... With the NFL coming back, that means something else has come back as well. That being fantasy football. Rip. And we are both in a fantasy football league together. And you were talking a lot of trash to me. I, I was I was talking the most. I was I was I was really was talking the most. You were talking a lot of trash to me. We didn't play each other week one. We played each other week five, and that will be interesting. But and I'm, I'm gonna keep on talking trash up to week five. And you were saying you were gonna win week one, and I was gonna lose against our opponents. And guess what happened? I lost. You won. Uh, uh, exactly. <laughs> I won, and you lost. See, I, now, I want to get into the top fantasy football performances for this week. Okay? Okay. So, Tyreek Hill, with number one, 44.5 points. He went off in that game. And we'll, we'll get to the Dolphins again in just, just a little bit. Can, 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 I, or can I dive into something real quick after, like, after or right now? What, Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. It's it's on Ty, it's about Tyreek Hill. Okay, go ahead. So I was listening to the game, and I was only down by like two three points. And I and and I was like I was like oh and I have AJ Brown, so I, and like the Eagles are on offense, and I'm going against Jalen Hurts and Tyreek. So I'm like okay, if AJ Brown gets a couple catches, he gets like three catches in a row. I'm like listening, I'm like I'm like dude, let's go. That's those are points. Those are points. And then Jalen Hurts fumbles. I was like I was like let's go. His like his quarterback fumbled. You know, I, I got a couple catches with yards. I got to be up. And then it was like game track. Here's what's going on in the Dolphins game right now. Tyreek Hill with a 50-some yard touchdown catch. And I, after that, I was like, yep, my week's done. Check the score. My He, he, he balled out. <laughs> Tyreek Hill will do that to you in fantasy. Oh, I was stunned. I was, I, I, I was humbled. <laughs> well, the, uh, the second... Top performer in fantasy this week was the Cowboys defense with 35 points, which that's crazy for a defense. defense. <laughs> yeah, I think there there was another defense that had like 20 or something like that. I don't remember exactly who it was, but like the defense, a couple defenses this week did real well, and the Cowboys obviously is shut out, pick sixes, you know, a bunch of that stuff. 35 points. Number three. 
Brandon Ayuk, 32.9 points for the 49ers, which is unfortunate because I have Debo Samuel on my team. He did decent, but Brandon Ayuk stole a lot of the show. Two and touchdowns. So did, and so did Christian McCaffrey. He had a really good game. He's yeah. not on my top performers, though. He didn't make the cut. He had an insane run. Yeah, he didn't make the cut for this because we're going with everybody over 26 points. So the next on the list is Tua Tungavailoa, 27.4 points. Obviously passing to Tyreek. He's got he's gonna get his points up if Tyreek's having that crazy of a game. Then the next one, well actually the next two are both on my team. The team that I drafted, that you were talking trash about. The team I knew that these two would win me some fantasy football games. Alright? Aaron Jones, twenty six point seven points. Did real good. He got Wait. Injured at the end of the third quarter, still had twenty six point seven points. Yeah, he has some insane runs. I watched the first half of that game. He had a, a eighty over eighty yards receiving and a receiving touchdown. Mm-hmm. Monster. And then of course, Stefan Diggs, twenty six point two points. My first pick in our fantasy football draft. Ski. <laughs> See, Josh Allen didn't do too well, but Stefan Diggs he he did hit, he did pretty well. He had a good game. So yeah, I'm glad that uh, I had two of the top performances in here. You had zero. Now, if we were doing the worst performances, I think you would have a couple of those. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> I do. Uh, Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon. Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon. Yeah, I still can't believe they lost to the Browns, dude. I can't. I just can't believe how terrible <coughs> like he did. Only eighty-two yards passing. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was his injury a little bit. I don't know what was up with that. I mean. My my top performer is Justin Jefferson with twenty four points. Yeah, I mean he was pretty close to making the list, but he didn't. He didn't. Nope. <laughs> too, it's too bad. How many people did you have in the single digits on fantasy this week? Three. I had my kicker, tight end, and quarterback. Okay. The person or the person has uh, Tua. Um, he won. He won one hundred forty to one nineteen with Lamar Jackson starting. Yeah, he didn't even start Tua. No, he didn't even start Tua. Tua at 27. That sucks. But I he, mean, still, he still won, though. I mean, my, my fantasy team wasn't all, you know, peaches and cream, strawberries and rainbows, whatever you want to say. Peaches I did and eggplants? Uh, sure. Whatever <laughs> you want to say. I had some players that didn't perform well. Um, I had Darren Waller, but he was questionable. So I went out and I and I signed myself a tight end. I signed Chigozum Okonkwo from the Titans. I'm not saying that. You want to go ahead and try? On, can you say that again? Shigozum Okwankwo. Shigozum Okongu. Okay, that's not even close. We'll just move <laughs> on. But he had zero points, so I dropped him, obviously. Um, then I had Jamal Williams on my team with Alvin Kamara out. I thought maybe, you know, maybe we could get something going there. He only had 7.2 points. And then Patrick Mahomes, 19.5. Not what you want from him, but a solid enough game. Uh, Evan McPherson, though, was the one that upset me the most. And I know it's just a kicker, but he only had three points. He missed a field goal. So that was a little upsetting. But I am upset that I did not start Michael Pittman Jr., who had 23.7 points. And the Colts had played a really good game. And I know we're going to get into that. Trust me, we're going to get into the Colts game. Okay. Uh, Anthony Richardson on my bench, of course, had to get him. He had more points than Patrick Mahomes this week in fantasy. He had two total touchdowns, 223 yards, and one interception. So, 
overall, I made the right calls. I sat DeAndre Swift, who didn't play all too well this week, and I started Raheem Mostert, who had 13. And you're trying to trade me, Swift. <laughs> oh, I think he'll do good eventually. Just yeah. week one, they're trying to figure out the running back rotation, and Raheem Mostert's the only guy down there in Miami, so I thought, you know, it was just a smart move. But will he? DeAndre Swift, yeah, he will. No, I meant will will Raheem Mostert be the only guy in Miami soon? For at least the first four weeks. We'll talk about that. I can't wait for that one. That one's going to get you heated. <laughs> Go ahead. We're on a topic right now. If you got some news. Oh, fantasy topic now. Fantasy. I mean, we're basically done with fantasy, dude. Go ahead and say whatever you want to say. All right. We're going to uh, talk about the uh, JT if. And that's oh, my if gosh. JT gets traded to he's the top not, five teams. He's not getting traded. This is according to Maurice Jones-Drew, which is an NFL analyst now for NFL.com. Um, one would be the Ravens. J.K. Dobbins out for the season. Make a push for another running back. JT. JT Lamar. They're not trading Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Number two, the Bears. Help Justin Fields in the Bears offense. They looked weak week one. They're not trading for JT. <laughs> Number three. The Dolphins missed missed out Dalvin Cook. They're short running backs. Only have Rohe Mostert. They're also not trading for Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Number four, the Vikings. <laughs> Weak run game. Week one, 41 rushing yards total. Madison having 34 yards, 11 carries. You know what they're not doing? And number five, the Bucks. <laughs> they're definitely not trading for Jonathan Taylor. Listen, listen. We can jump into this right now. If anything, after seeing week one with the Colts game, where we it was 31-21, we lost by 10, but it was really only a three-point game until the final minutes of the fourth quarter when the Jaguars scored again. Yeah. If we had a run game, we would have won that. Anthony Richardson played very well. He played very well for a rookie quarterback. Not just that, he played well for any quarterback. I mean, he had 65% completion. You know, he didn't turn the ball over except for that one time. Was a, that was a, you know, a small mistake, but he's a rookie quarterback. And then looking at all the other quarterbacks that played, lots of mistakes. Looking at you, Josh Allen. Joe Burrow. Listen, if anything, we can look at that and say Jonathan Taylor's stock for the Colts has increased. They already gave him permission to seek a trade. He couldn't find one. They're keeping him. He's on IR for the first four weeks. He's gonna Hopefully he comes back and plays because I still think he should have to play to earn a contract, but I don't think there's any way we don't pay him unless he comes back and is not the same guy. Because if we had a run game, we easily, 100%, beat the Jaguars, who I think, very good team. Very, very good team. They looked like a really good team. And we could have beat them if we had a run game. I mean, Deion Jackson had like 13 rushes for 14 yards. I mean, come on. What the fuck are we supposed to do there? (laughs) And it's not like our offensive line. Like, our offensive line still isn't that great. It's still not great, right? But they were holding up pass blocks. They were doing okay on the run, but I don't know how much of it was the Jaguars' D or the offensive line or the running back. But there was a problem there somewhere. But they were doing pretty well holding up for passing. So, Jonathan Taylor's not going anywhere. If anything, he's getting franchise tagged next year, and he's going to stay here, and he's going to like it, okay? I warned warned y'all he was going to get triggered. I don't like talking about this topic because it's not going to happen, okay? And we're lucky we're on a break. 
we were on a break for a little while because our schedules didn't match up. We're lucky that we didn't have to talk about this during the time it was going on when they gave him permission to seek a trade. Because I would have been very upset. Oh, dude, that, that moment you were you were livid. I remember. Oh my god! Uh, just like, <laughs> just pay him. He's our best player. We have a young quarterback. Just pay him. I don't understand it. If I get okay, I understand if you don't want to pay him like a, a five-year contract or whatever. Give him like a three-year contract. He's only twenty-four years old. Be like, here, here's a three-year contract for fifteen million dollars a year. And guess what? We don't have to pay a quarterback for another four years. So we give ourselves a year of extra because Anthony Richardson is going to need a big contract eventually. Mm-hmm. But we get a, a really good running back, the number one running back in the league, if I do say so myself. The last time he played. We're going to get a really good running back with a, a young rookie quarterback who I think is going to be really good. I can't I can't wait till we get a camera, dude. Our, he's very passionate right now as he speaks. Our defense is very good. Even though we don't have that many corners right now, we got a lot of young guys out there. Our defense is still very good. Our offensive line, we're working on it, okay? But they didn't play too bad in the passing game. Run game needs a little work. Just we're not getting rid of Jonathan Taylor, and that's all I want to say. <laughs> okay, I feel like if I keep on talking about it, it's going to lead to another uh, another moment. <laughs> I'm just going to drop this one. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd we're, like to say? We're, 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 I guess we, we'll come back to this on week four. <laughs> week? What about week four? When he comes back? Yeah, when he no, comes. Wait, he's going to come back week five. W- week five. I'm sorry. Okay. What do you, do you have? Anything else you want to say, or do you want us to move on to my next topic? Is Jordan Love the next owner of the Bears? <laughs> he could be. I mean, he played very well. I, I had his stats pulled up real quick. I mean, it just in, incredible game from Jordan Love. A lot of people were hating on him, though. Yeah, he. Uh, I watched the first half of that game, and like he, he played really, like, really solid. Him, Aaron Jones, he, he, he looked like he was like, he was like, you know, he grew in that system. Like you know, he he wasn't missing a step. He he has progressions. One, two, three. You know, he he wasn't like looking for the, making the big play. He was he was just looking for his like you know. And they even showed it during the game, like the like the uh, numbers and stuff like that, and like him like looking at this like this uh, receivers prescri- uh, progressions and stuff like that. And it was like actually crazy what he was doing. I think I think he's gonna have a solid year, and the uh, packs have a good chance to go in the playoffs. So Jordan Love. Against the Bears was 15 of 27 for 245 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. I don't even have these. I don't even have this in my note, honestly. Since um, the Lions had a great game, mm-hmm. um, the Vikings had an eh game, but it's the Vikings. And they I've, lost to the Buccaneers. Yeah. But the Buccaneers are a well-rounded team. Besides that, at the quarterback position, I mean, they have no, okay. solid receivers. They have a solid defense. They me, have a solid offensive line because because of, of Tom Brady. Let me say this: so there, I know their starting center got hurt this year. He's out for the year. Jens, is his name Jensen or yeah, something like Ryan that? Jensen. Yeah, I, I don't want to hate on the Buccaneers, and there's one reason why: Baker Mayfield. I still think Baker Mayfield is a solid enough quarterback that if you have a good team. You can make the playoffs, especially in that division. We have the Panthers, who have a rookie quarterback, and not a great team. They got rid of their wide receiver one to Chicago, mm-hmm. even though he didn't play very well. Nope. Jair shut him. 
you got the Falcons, who they have Desmond Ritter. We haven't seen much from him. That makes me think he's going to break out this year. But they got the two-headed monster in Tyler Algier and B. John Robinson, who both had really good games last week. They had really good games. Then you have the Saints, who I think probably on paper are the favorites for that division because they have Derek Carr. They have Michael Thomas back. They have Kamara coming back after four games. And their defense is solid. Yeah, they have a solid defense. I mean, they're probably the favorite on paper, but it's not like it's a, a strong division. The Buccaneers could still definitely win and make the playoffs with Baker oh, yeah. Mayfield. I, I, it's I, I feel like that division like it, it was getting hated on at first, and then it slowly became like a, like an all right division because the Saint because the Saints are like like you said on paper they look good, but we haven't seen Michael Thomas in two years. He played slightly last year at the beginning, and he did okay. Yeah. Well, like we haven't seen a full season out of Mike Thomas in a while. I think not since he broke the record for the most receptions in a year. Yeah. And that was 2017? Dang. Was that 2017? No. No? He probably played another 2020, season after 2020. That. 2020. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I yeah, thought okay. it was I was, like, I was like, did he get drafted 2017? He might have got, he urged, I, I, I don't know. I, it's something to recall is back to 2017. Oh, I might be talking about AB in 2016. Maybe, yeah. Um, But... 2020, we haven't seen like a full season album since, and I I, I don't know I don't know like because I feel like he's 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 a good receiver. A lot of people like he gets a lot of hate because of his slants and stuff like that. The only thing he does is slant routes and stuff like that, but it works. But I mean that Camara is also you know he's he's Camara's Camara. Yep. You're you're gonna have his game. He's gonna have his games. He's gonna have bad games. I don't even think he really has bad games, though. He hardly has bad games. Like, he has good, like, real good games where you're like, holy crap, is this guy, like, the best ever? Yeah. He, and then he, I he, think and then he just has good games. Most most fantasy points in, uh, like, in the game, he, he I think he has the record. Him, yeah, or, him or Tyler Lockett. Because he had the five touchdowns on Christmas Day a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I got him on my team waiting for him to come back. <laughs> But I mean that team is solid on paper, like you said. But uh, Panthers, we're not expecting much from the Panthers. Rookie quarterback. No, I think they're. I would I would predict them to win about six or seven. I I I think I think the two, two the two teams that could possibly win that division are the Bucks and the uh, Saints. I think the Falcons could. Falcons, I is questionable for me. I I think the Falcons could because they got a good rushing attack. As long as Desmond Ritter doesn't, you know, go crazy and throw picks, they've got a decent enough receiving core. They got Drake London, who I like a lot. They got a good defense. They just signed Jesse Bates in the free agency in the offseason. I think I think their peak ceiling in that, like ranking wise in that uh, division is second. But I I I, I, I have could, them, I, I could see them third. winning nine or eight or nine games. I could see them winning eight or nine games for sure. Bijan Robinson Being number is, one in the division or number two? Oh, I mean the division is pretty weak. They could be one or two with eight or nine wins. Yeah, true. And then the Saints, I could see them going. I maybe sneaking into the ten win category, as of now. Maybe. I mean that game against the Titans was ugly. I I kind of have the Buccaneers sneaking a nine nine ten. Really? Yeah. See, I think the the Bucks for me, I have them finishing like seven or eight wins. But I wouldn't be surprised if they finished with nine or ten. 
because I think they're a pretty decent team. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're, they're solid all around. I definitely think they get bounced in the first round of the playoffs, though. Yes, yes, I agree to that one. But I wouldn't be surprised if they make it. Just like I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints and the Falcons make it. I would be slightly surprised if the Panthers made it, though. Just because you get rid of your biggest weapon on offense. Not really much else going for you. You got Brian Burns on defense, who I like. Bryce Young. We'll see how much his size is a problem for him in the NFL. But if it's not a problem, he's going to be real good. I mean, just precision passer. Almost as good accurately as C.J. Stroud was coming out of the draft. C.J. Stroud just incredible accuracy-wise. At least in college he was. Mm-hmm. But Bryce Young is right there on that. And he's a smarter football player, I think. Like, he's that guy, like you are talking about Jordan Love going through his progressions and being ahead of schedule as we thought coming into the year, that's Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. So, I, as much as I would be surprised if they made, like won that many games and made the playoffs, I also kind of wouldn't be. It's just how it depends on how Frank Reich can do with his second head coaching job. Obviously, the first one in Indy, I don't even think he did bad. Just that last year was kind of a mess. Yeah. So, I mean, it, that division's real close. It's that one for me... The AFC North is going to be real close. Yeah, I my my team's coming out of the NFC North. Are, I mean, obviously there's three. We're not going. to... I mean, Chicago's. I bet you we're going to have Chicago fourth because mm-hmm. I I the the weakest team in the division. Um, I after week one, and this is like I now I get it's only week one, but after week one, it's the Lions, the Packers, and then the Vikings. I think that the Vikings, I, they're going to have an all right like mid mid season. I see them, you know, maybe seven and ten. Yeah, I was about to say seven wins, and then you have the Packers and the Vikings up there. I think ten, like nine, ten plus. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Lions win twelve games this year. I w- I would not be surprised. I mean, they snuck they snuck one KC. I think Lions twelve wins. Packers probably somewhere around ten, mm-hmm. give or take a few. Lion, I'm Vikings. I don't see them being a playoff team this year. They could be. I mean, they got Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins in the regular season isn't terrible. But you know how I feel about Kirk Cousins. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's that good. The Bears, unless they pull it together halfway through, they're probably going to finish bottom of the NFL again. Maybe not all the way because we got the Cardinals over there. But they're going to finish towards the bottom with a pretty high pick. So, but yeah, I mean, that there's a lot of divisions that are going to be close. The AFC North, for one, all four teams could make the playoffs. Bengals, Steelers, Ravens, Browns. Yeah, that's that, a shootout. That's going to be close. Then, I mean, probably the Steelers lower right now because of the Niners game. But I still think they're a good team. Yeah, I, I just think they weren't ready week one. I mean, I what I read earlier too about week one uh, about uh, teams that score under like ten points, they they average for us a season twenty plus points per uh, like the rest of the season, you know, averaging. And then uh, there was someone last year who who had like three points in like week one, and then they finished out number one or something like that in scoring. Mm-hmm. So week one doesn't matter. It does, but it doesn't. 
It, it doesn't matter. It just it, you start to get a little glimpse of what it might be like this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and I mean, we also have to remember Mike Tomlin as a head coach has never had under five hundred wins or under five hundred like season five hundred percent win percentage. I just think they weren't ready. That or I mean, the 49ers are a great team, mm-hmm. but I I I just feel like they weren't ready. So I yeah, that division is gonna be close. The AFC East could be closed. Dolphins, Bills, uh, Patriots, and Jets. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of close divisions this year. I mean, that's why I feel like that's why everyone's excited for football. You know, and then middle of the year, they're like, oh, yeah, our team's pretty bad. (laughs) No, I think this season, it just feels like to me, maybe it's just because of like where I'm at, but I feel like everybody thinks that their team might have a shot this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I feel like my team has a shot. I, you feel like your team has a shot with JT coming back and Anthony Richardson, like especially coming, you know, week one, he looked strong. Yeah, he looked real good week one. I mean, to be honest, when I started the season, I didn't think we had a chance to, like, win a Super Bowl. But I definitely think we have a chance to be pretty decent. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I feel like everyone's, like, chances, like, playoffs. And after that, it's one game after after that. It's just one game at a time. Yeah. But I feel like everybody's like they think their team has a shot this year, except for maybe Cardinals fans. They don't have Kyler Murray for like at least the first eight weeks. I think probably longer though because he had you know major injury last year. They have uh, Hobbins. They have uh, Josh Dobbs. Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. Yeah, he's not very good. No, they got rid of Colt McCoy, and they're starting Josh Dobbs. The Colt or not Colt? The um. Jets or pick up Colt McCoy. <laughs> All right, we don't need to get into this. All right, I mean, for, Matt Ryan's out there, dude. If they're gonna go with an old quarterback, just go with Matt Ryan. True. Go out and get Cam Newton or something. Like I was seeing that one too, Cam Newton. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, not. I'm not. I'm sorry, not to hate on Colt McCoy. He's a good backup, and he knows it. Like he's a very knowledgeable about football. Obviously, he wouldn't be in the NFL still if he wasn't. So. But yeah, just not for the Jets. Not for the Jets. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I would have liked to see him play for the Cardinals and see what he could do now. Probably nothing, but but like for like a set, more than Josh Dobbs. But like but like for like a set team that's like you know that are already well well rounded. You don't want to see that. No, I got you. I don't want to. I don't want to see him come in like for like we were talking about Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'd be able to do that no. with the Jets because Baker Mayfield is better than Colt McCoy, and and he's proven it. And he's proven it. Like he took the Browns to the first playoff game and first playoff win, and how long? A long time. And then they got rid of him for a guy who, well, let's not get into it, but we all know what he did, allegedly. <laughs> But not allegedly, but also allegedly. Anyway. Can I say his name? Um, if you want to, I guess. Deshaun Watson. Okay. <laughs> Are you secretly a Browns fan or something? No. I Are you secretly see, I, a fan I, of what he did? No. I Good. see I just see those TikToks. Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah, I know which ones you're talking about. <clears throat> well, we were talking so much about week one. Let's get into the week one players of the week. We got offensive player of the week for AFC and NFC. Defensive player of the week for AFC and NFC. And special teams player of the week for AFC and NFC. Six players of the week. The first six 
of the 2023 NFL season. Are you ready? Yes, sir. We're going to start with the AFC here. The Offensive Player of the Week, Tua Tungavailoa. He did very well. Obviously, we were talking about him with the Dolphins. You know, would you like to try to say his name? <laughs> Tua Tungavailoa. There you go. He's been practicing that one, so I, I felt confident in asking yeah, him. Yeah, I had to go slow. <laughs> yeah, obviously, Tua to Tyreek. That's a lethal connection, and we could see and, them. And Waddle did pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, I love, I like Jalen Waddle. But Tua to Tyreek, that's the connection this year. And Tyreek was talking about how he worked on not just relying on his speed to get open, but actually working on his route running skills in the offseason, which... If he's going to be doing this like every week, dude, oh my gosh. What? He's going to be breaking records. I mean, Tyreek Hill, dude, he's crazy. He is so good. But Tua wins Offensive Player of the Week. Honestly, I might have given it to Tyreek. Uh, that's what I was thinking, too. But it's a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, quarterback threw him the ball, I guess. But I still might have given it to Tyreek. Um, defensive Player of the Week. Jordan Whitehead from the Jets. He obviously got the three picks from Josh Allen on Monday Night Football. So, you know, not much else needs to be said there. Yeah, the even stats. Though, even though Josh Allen was throwing them picks and probably making bad decisions, Jordan Whitehead was there to make the make the play. So, yep. congratulations to Jordan Whitehead from the New York Jets, and congratulations on the win. Thanks to this guy, Special Teams Player of the Week for the AFC, Xavier Gibson. Walk off. Walk off, punt return, touchdown for the rookie. I, just, I don't know. Just It always makes you happy when it's a rookie that does it. Yeah, I mean, they're young. You know, they're they're in the moment. It's Like, that was his first punt re- Like, his first touchdown was a punt return touchdown win in overtime against the Bills, who yeah. are a Super Bowl favorite. No, like, that's, something, that's something that, like, it's, that you won't forget. Like no. And it was the same game that Aaron Rodgers got hurt. His first game with the Jets, mm-hmm. like that's going to be talked about forever, and, and his name's going to be associated with that. It was a it was a prime time game, and it was prime time. So I think it was like twenty two million people watching or something. Like, yeah, a lot, a of, people, lot, a lot of, people of people wanted wanted to see uh, Aaron Rodgers against uh, Josh Allen, and I did too. I mean, I was working, so I couldn't watch it, but of, of you know, they didn't get to see it either. So fuck them. Then now NFC, <laughs> I'm sorry to Aaron Rodgers, but. <laughs> NFC Offensive Player of the Week, Brandon Ayuk from the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, he got two touchdowns. Would you like to comment more on Brandon Ayuk? I know this is your team and your boy, so I'll let you have the, the chance to say some things if you'd like. No, uh, it, it surprised me when Ayuk uh, called those uh, two touchdown passes because we caught the first one. I was like, I was like, oh, okay, like, like I think we were up, or no, it was the first drive we scored. And... Um, uh, he he caught like he caught it. And they they were looking for mainly the first drive, first couple plays. They were looking for Debo and uh, Kittle, and then Ayuk was like just targeted after that. And like he was getting open, he was like actually like making good routes, uh, cutting like getting like separation. Like this first touchdown catch was a mid route, and like he like he ran up and like he uh, split it right, and he had he had massive separation from the uh, DB. And I, I was surprised because, uh, like, I mean, like Ayuk last year, he he was he was he was pretty good. I'm not gonna say he was all right. He was pretty good for us. And oh yeah, and also I can't forget he had a massive block on the CMC run. 
when CMC ran did that spin move, uh, if, if you look back at it, Ayuk had a massive block for that. There's a lot of things IU doing, small things for that offense, and like you no, know, it obviously gets like over overshadowed with like Debo, Kittle, and CMC, but Ayuk is a solid wide receiver too for us. So you don't think this was his breakout game? You don't think he's gonna be wide receiver one now? No. Still think Debo? Yeah. I hope so. I have him on fantasy, and I'm gonna need him, you know, to beat you in week five. Defensive player of the week for the NFC. Jesse Bates from the Atlanta Falcons. We were just talking about how he was a solid addition to the Falcons earlier. So, I mean, good to see him getting the defensive player. Yeah, that Bengals defense. Leave that Bengals defense. Yeah, <laughs> left the Bengals defense, went to the Falcons, and I mean, we were just talking about maybe they're a playoff team, maybe they're not. We don't know. But Jesse Bates, he's a dog. That's, that's one, one one thing I want to add on there. The Bengals defense is is they struggle. Yeah, I mean. I'm not going to lie. The only reason the Bengals are good is because Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Yeah. And Tyler Boyd. And Joe Mixon sometimes. Sometimes Joe Mixon. But it's hard because the offensive line sucks. Yeah. And the defense sucks. Like, we we just saw the Browns decimate them. (laughs) So. Did you see that replay where freaking... Miles Garrett was like over the uh, center, and he and he was acting like he was dribbling a basketball, and then he, he just dove in there and made a play. Yeah, they were just having fun with it. That's insane. That was crazy. I saw that. What, I, if, what if this is the year that the Bengals suck and Joe Burrow has a bad year? How crazy would that be? That would be freaking insane. I wouldn't doubt it either because whenever I had Tua, he sucked that season. Yeah, maybe it's just your luck for fantasy. Whoever you drafted your quarterback is going to suck. Maybe I should draft Mahomes next year. First first pick. Well, I guess if you wanted to. The NFC Special Teams Player of the Week was Jake Elliott, the kicker for the Philadelphia Eagles. He had a very good game, I think, three field goals. And helped them win that ugly game against the Patriots. It was a, like a real ugly game, but a win is a win, and... He wins Offensive Player of the Week, or not Offensive Player of the Week, Special Teams Player of the Week for the NFC. What are your thoughts on people picked here? Would you have chosen anybody else, or do you think these are the right picks? I mean, what we said earlier, I Tyreek, I would have chosen him, but the only reason I, I, why I feel like they chose um, Tua is because uh, Jalen Waddle had a pretty good game, too, and it's hard to give it to one receiver when the other receiver had a good game, too, so... Just give it to the quarterback, I guess. But uh, Tua, that's the only one I would say uh, for AFC. Um, NFC? Hmm. I can't. I, mean, I Uke. I mean, I, he, he had two touchdowns. Yeah, I think they were pr- pretty solid choices. Um, I, yeah. I, I, Tyreek swapped for Tua, but they're both Dolphins. They, you know, either way. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay, go ahead. What's the uh, player you would want to see on Player of the Week? And, like throughout the, like a uh, football season, like one time. I mean, uh, besides Anthony Richardson, I know you're. Yeah, I was gonna say obviously I want to see Anthony Richardson win one. Yeah. Because I, I mean, you know I, what? I'd like to see uh, Big Stu Grover Stewart win one. Grover Stewart. He yeah, I, I like him. I I would I would like to see him get like two and a half sacks, maybe a forced fumble, make one defensive player of the week would be pretty awesome. But, you know, basically really either him or Shaq Leonard after he missed last year, it would be a nice ba- bounce back for him to win it at some point this year. So, yeah, I think those two would probably be my, my two picks. Mine 
I just had I just had my this player in mind. I just lost it. Um, mine would be uh, Bijan. Yeah, Bijan would be for cool. the NFC, and then AFC. Hmm. I mean, since I'm not a Colts fan, I would say Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I mean, he's just the most exciting. Yeah. Player. But I mean, if I if I don't include Anthony Richardson and if they stick with this quarterback, I think it'd be interesting. Zach Wilson. That would be interesting. I don't think it'll ever happen, though. No, but if he if he wins Player of the Week, I think I think that would turn some heads. I think if he wins Player of the Week, it would mean that he had a really good game throwing it. So I mean, that's also Garrett Wilson would probably you know have a good chance of winning it then. But I mean, I didn't even think about teams for the NFC because I was so focused on the Colts, obviously. Yeah. But Bijan would be cool. I mean, I. Tyler Algier. I, I feel like I feel like anyone from the Atlanta Falcons would be freaking cool. Like Tyler, yeah. Kyle Pitts, Desmond Ritter. Yeah, I would like to see probably Tyler Algier or Bijan Robinson win it from you know that two headed monster. I mean, who else? Jordan Love would be interesting if he won a Player of the Week this year and had a you know really good game. I he arguably could have won it this week, but Ayuk was he went off. So I, I'm, I'm betting on Calvin Ridley. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, you probably shouldn't say betting in Calvin Ridley in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> he did have a good game, though. <laughs> he had a touchdown. So, we're going to introduce a new segment here. It's inspired by our boy, Sheffrey. Sheffrey! He, he, he cooked up this idea f- like for us. It's inspired by him. We're going to be calling this the winners and losers. Wait, is this our wrap-up? Or no, not quite. Okay, we're calling. We, we this, need to wrap up on this one. This is this. This would be a massive. You think we should wait? I think we could do it now. Yeah, well, we could do it now. Winners and losers. This is the NFL Week One edition. We have four slots. Number one is the major L. All right, that's the the biggest L that somebody or some team took this week. I put massive. No, that's we'll get to that. Then we just got the normal L. That's a loss, but not as big as the major L, right? Then we get the W. That's a win. That's a you know good things could be coming. Then we get the massive W. This is a team or a person that did so good or something so good happened that this is very massive. W okay. No, I, I when I meant when, when I said massive, I thought we put massive L. Oh uh, no, no, I mean you I could mean, do either one. Massive major. I know I, I mess I mess with major L, major L, massive dub. Yeah, I, I just think they sound better together like yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. No, I had to change it. I had to change it because I was like I was like that actually rings off better than massive than massive than yeah. So I'm gonna have you start out with your major L. My major L is going to be Joe Burrow and the Bengals' offense. They looked booty on Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. Who, what, the Elves? Or is it like the Elves? Like, what, 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 what is something, like, what? Like, they, did they have something to do with the Elves before or something like that? Yeah, um, Jamar Chase said that they weren't going to lose to the Elves or something, and then they end up losing, like, bad. Oh, my. Yeah, no, major, major L, especially being the Bengals' offense, and I know how much they talk shit. 
Yep, that is a that's a pretty big major L. My major L, we talked about it earlier, but it's Aaron Rodgers out for the season. That's not just a major L for Jets and Jets fans. That's a major L for all fans. Not not having Aaron Rodgers play for a season, that is that's a major L. Yeah, that takes a hit. Yeah. It it sucks. Week one too. That's the thing that hurts. And you, you don't know how he's going to respond next year if he comes back. Yeah, I, and I think he will come back, but it's a major L for this year that Aaron Rodgers is out. What do you got for your uh, normal? Oh, so this was originally my major L, but I think Aaron Rodgers being out is more of a major L than this one. So my my L at the Giants losing by forty, that is an L. They got skunked too. Forty nothing. They didn't score a single point. Monday night. Monday night or Sunday night football. Oh, Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday night football. Yeah. They were they just won a playoff game last year. I predicted it. They they, they would beat the Vikings. I was right. We didn't have a podcast in, but trust me, I was right. <laughs> you hate the Vikings. I don't hate the Vikings. Low key. I don't hate the Vikings. But they just they they won a playoff game last year. And then now Losing by 40, 40 zero, that's an L, especially to the Cowboys. My normal L, and you might not like this one, it was the rookie quarterbacks not getting a win this week. Now, I, I'm not saying it was like a flat out like L, L. It was, it's a, it's a slight L, but it's still an L. You know, you would like to see one of those quarterbacks win, win a week one. You know, Anthony, I'm not like Anthony Richards had a great game. You know, I'm not saying like he, he took an L, like he had an L game. No, he had a great game. It's just he didn't he he didn't win. You know, Bryce Young same way, C.J. Stroud same way. All three of those guys. You can't put Will Will Levis because he ain't even playing yet. But yeah, you know that that was my that was my normal L of the week. You know, hopefully though hopefully though that changes to a W when all three of them get a get a win because I'm that might be a massive W for me. Yeah, well. And depending depending on the teams, or if they're challenging teams, oh, definitely going to be a massive W on on the, on this on this one. But my my normal L for uh, this week was the Lions. No, your normal W. Oh, my normal W. That's a W. Yeah, my normal W was the Lions. They played really good. They snuck one KC. And we talked about it earlier. We 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 think that they're going to be number one team in the NFC North. You know, yeah. tie up between them and the packs. That's true. And when's the last time we've seen the Lions do good like this in Stafford? Since they had Stafford I mean, and, uh, and Calvin Johnson. But then, yeah, they weren't like a, you know, a spectacular team. No. I, think they, I think they won nine games this season, one season. Yeah, I think they won nine games, went to the playoffs, and they lost. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, that, that's, a, that was, that's a W. Yeah. My W, however, I know I should, maybe should have redone this after we talked about all this stuff already, but the Miami Dolphins. That's a W. I mean, Tua and Tyreek just, you know, going off. Jalen Waddle, like you said. Raheem Mostert did pretty well. They barely beat the, the Chargers, who are a good team. You know, maybe the Dolphins' defense, not so much of a W, but the Dolphins overall, that's a W. And I'm, I'm excited to see what Tua can do, hopefully, with a full, healthy season without having injuries. He's been practicing his, what, judo so he doesn't <laughs> land on his yeah. head. And Tyreek's been practicing on his his release, and Jalen Waddle's a star. So hopefully, I mean, I like Raheem Mostert. He's on my fantasy team. But hopefully when they get, like, Jeff Wilson back, you know, maybe 
maybe they'll have a, a bit of a run game going too, which will be interesting. And I solely agree with you, honestly, so much that that is my massive W. That's your massive W. Yes, that's okay. how much I solely agree with you. All right. Well, my massive W, and it's completely unbiased, of course. My massive W is Anthony Richardson and the Colts. We finally got ourselves a guy. <laughs> it's been so long that we, since we've had a good quarterback that was exciting and we could have fun watching and we weren't just tortured by seeing a statue standing back there like Matt Ryan or having an idiot like Carson Wentz throwing the ball away every single play. Hey, Lucas Oil, um, if you want to sponsor your man over here, you know, he, he will take it 100%. Listen, this is a massive debut. <laughs> Anthony Richardson played played very well. He played he played so good. He broke the franchise rookie record for completion percentage, completions, all that good stuff, beating out Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, two very successful rookies. That is a massive W. Not only that, but now we we don't have to, you know, even though our offensive line not the greatest right now, we don't have to worry about it as much cuz Anthony Richardson is going to be able to get outside the pocket and make some plays. He just needs to learn how to he he's got to get he's got to you know work on not taking the big hits as much but this is a massive w for colts for the colts and colts fans like myself mm-hmm. it's, exciting it makes it exciting to watch football it is and i this is the 7th straight year with a different starting quarterback week 1 like we finally got ourselves a guy this is a massive w if it was any other team it would be the same thing massive w that you finally got a guy yep and I think he played the best out of all the rookie quarterbacks. He did. So. He did. That in itself was a massive W. So. I want to get into. That was or that was our winners and losers of NFL Week 1. We're going to continue to do this. I think it's fun. Having the major L's to massive W's. So. I feel I feel like we need to like. And like, that's like something we need to end it off on. I don't know. I, I, that's like, I, I like, have something better we can end off here today I think. Surprise me. I will, but right now we're not going to do that. We're going to go to the week two NFL preview. So week one's in the books. We talked about all the games. We're recording this on Wednesday right now. This is September 13th. Tomorrow, we got Thursday Night Football. Starting off, Vikings-Eagles. Who do you think is going to win that game? I got the Eagles. I also have the Eagles. I mean... The Vikings, they didn't look too good. Mm-mm. I think the Eagles, even though it was an ugly win, like I've said multiple times now, they still they're the Eagles. I still have trust in them. Yeah, Jalen, you can never like Jalen Hurts, Dev- uh, Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, Brown. You yeah. know they're in their defense. DeAndre Swift could go off at any point. Yes, and their defense, their defense is stout. And their offensive line best in the NFL. Yeah. Then on Sunday, the noon games we got Ravens Bengals. That's going to be an interesting one. Bengals. I got the Bengals. No, I'm going with the Ravens there. I think Lamar Jackson, he's going to go off. And I don't think the Bengals, even though they lost, I'm not going to count them out fully. I think it'll be a good game. I just don't think there's any way that Lamar doesn't win this one in some way. I think that I think Joe Burrow bounced back from the luck a lot closer week one. He he very well could. But I think the Bengals start 0-2, which might be a little bit of a hot take, but that's just what I'm I'm thinking. Next up we got the Seahawks and the Lions. I got the Lions. I got the Lions as well. Love the Seahawks. Love Geno Smith. 
It's gonna be. It, I. It's gonna be within a touchdown. I think so. Yeah, I. I think that game is gonna be within a touchdown. Well, yeah, I, but we both picked the Lions. Up next, we got the Colts and Texans playing. Ooh. Yeah, the Colts are gonna win that one. I got the Texans. No, you don't. You're right. I got the Colts. I just want to see you. <laughs> I knew you didn't have them, dude. I. Okay. Thank you for being honest. But, yeah, I think the Colts win. This is the first matchup between Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud. It, it could go either way. But I think if the Colts come in with the same game plan they had against the Jaguars, I think we win. Yeah. Then we also got the Bears and the Bucks. This is an interesting one. I'm going with the Bucks here. I'm going with the Bears. Think so? I, I really do. It's not because you're going with the Bucks. I think I, I, I think that they will bounce back. Uh Justin Fields, he looked promising week one. But I I feel like he I feel like he would do something against Tampa. Very well could. Yeah, the jitters. I get the jitters out of the way. Like I said, you know, Joe Burrow should not have jitters. I'm gonna say that right now. After he he got paid, he should not have jitters. So, nope. <laughs> but but Justin Fields, he's third year. You know, I feel like I feel like week one he got the week one jitters, especially because the Packers Bears rivalry, the whole rivalry. Yeah, just get it out done out of the way and just you know play football now. Well, we'll see if they play good football or bad football when yes. they go up against the Bucks. Uh, the next game we have here, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Last time they played, it was it was a pretty good matchup, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was in the playoffs last year, and the Chiefs pulled that one out, obviously. But yeah, the the Jaguars and Chiefs here in Week Two. I'm gonna I'm personally gonna say this. All right, this is me assuming that Travis Kelsey will be back. I'm going with the Chiefs. I was going to go with the Chiefs, too. <laughs> now, I, I, if Travis Kelsey's not back, I could see the Jaguars winning this. I I got Chiefs without, like, question. Without question? Yeah. I, you know. You know what? I, I, I'm not down on Mahomes. You know what? I'm not down on Mahomes either, but I'm going to go with the Jaguars to win. Just... We gotta be a little bit more different here. Oh yeah, you we gotta, gotta have yeah. a little bit more competition here. Oh, I know. I'm going with the Jaguars <laughs> to beat the Chiefs. Up next, Packers Falcons. That's another interesting one. Wait, who? Packers Falcons. Oh, Packers. Oh, that's tough. That's a tough one. I'm gonna go with the Falcons here, and I'll tell you why. Aaron Jones questionable. Jordan Love. Looked really good, but without Aaron Jones, that's not the same game. Packers defense isn't all that great. Uh, I think Bijan and Tyler Algier will be able to run all over them. I think the Falcons win by three. I think Jordan Love's going to have another fantastic game. Oh, I think he could, he could still have a fantastic game, but I still think the Falcons win by three. I I don't know why. I just have that feeling that the Falcons will get this one. I also have a feeling AJ Dillon's going to pop off this one. If, if, if there's no Aaron Jones. We'll have to see. Fantasy pickup. I think somebody already has him. But he didn't do too well last week. He had more carries than Aaron Jones and less yards. Mm. Um, then we also have the Las Vegas Raiders and the Buffalo Bills. I'm going with the Bills here. Bounce back game for Josh Allen. Yeah, I was, it's, it's not in prime time or anything. It's noon. And we'll see what happens. It's, and, but, it's against, and it's against Las Vegas. Yeah, and it's against the Raiders, who 
not a terrible team, mm-hmm. but they're the Raiders. So I'm going with the Bills here. Same here. Up next, we got an interesting one. If you're, you know, it, it, I guess it's interesting. Chargers, Titans. Chargers. Yeah, Chargers are going to win. It's interesting about how much are they going to win by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, how is this interesting? Because like, I literally just said the team name just like that, and then and then you're like, oh, oh that makes total sense. Why it'd be interesting how yeah. much they win by? It's, I guess it's interesting because you can guess how much they're going to win by. I'm going to say they're going to win by 14. I got, I got at least by three through possessions. So, so like at t- least 21. Yeah, yeah, 2021. All right. Well, that's all the noon games. So let's move on to the late afternoon games, starting off with the 49ers and the Rams. 49ers, baby. Hmm. The Rams look good. Week one. They struggled beating us in regular season, though. But the Rams looked good against the Seahawks. They struggled beating us. Matt Stafford. I, I don't know when the last time they beat us. The, the, they don't have Cooper Cup, though. Tutu Atwell did good. Niners defense is crazy. I'm going to go with the Niners. Thank you. Thank you. Up next, we got the Giants and the Cardinals. Now, this one is an interesting one. <laughs> this is an interesting one, yeah. I got the Cardinals winning their first game of the season. Oh, my gosh, dude. I'm not going to do that. Josh Dobbs, come on, bring it on. I'm going Giants. I think the Giants for sure, because there's no way that's going to happen again. What just happened? The Giants, Giants about to be the laughing team in the NFL after the, after this week. No, 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 no. I think the Cardinals are going to still be on two. Giants will bounce back one and one and get their feet under them because we we can't forget how good the Giants are. No, even no, though they yeah. lost, we can't forget how no, good they are. They're still good. Danny Dimes, he's going to have a pretty good, decent game against the Cardinals, even though they might be an easy team to beat. Now, this one is actually interesting. I'm not gonna. I'm not doing this for a bit. This is actually interesting. This is the New York Jets versus the Dallas Cowboys. Two really good defenses, subpar offenses. You got Zach Wilson. You got Dak Prescott. Brace I, Hall, Tony Pollard. I I, th- I think I'm gonna surprise you with my answer on this one. I think I think you. I think I know what you what uh, I think I know what you think I'm going to say, but I'm going to say the Cowboys are going to win. Yeah, the Cowboys look good. The Cowboys look good, but I think I'm going to have to go with the Jets here. I your boy Zach Wilson is that your boy now? He's not my boy. All right, James Winston's my boy. <laughs> Zach Wilson has to earn that right. But I, I don't know. I think the Cowboys' defense was the reason they destroyed the Giants last week. But their offense wasn't that good. And the Jets' defense is better than the Giants' defense. I think the run game next week, hopefully we can get going with Brees Hall on them. Michael Carter could make an appearance. Dalvin Cook. Yep. I don't know. I think the Jets pulled out. I think the Jets pulled out. Up next, we got the Commanders and the Broncos. Broncos Nation. Let's ride. I got them. It's Broncos Country. No, Nation. No, it's Broncos Country. Nation. You, 
you're arguing something that you know is wrong. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I said it. I can't. I can't turn back now. <laughs> well, I'm going with the Commanders to win now. I was gonna go with the Broncos, but now I'm going with the Commanders. Because <laughs> I just, I, I just want this to happen. Then Sunday night football this week we got Dolphins Patriots. Who you got in that one, huh? Dolphins. Yeah, I got the Dolphins too. I mean, they had a stellar week one, and I don't see them slowing down. Then this year says we have two Monday night football games. Oh, say what? Saints-Panthers and Browns-Steelers. So let's start with the Saints and Panthers. Who do you got there? I'm going to go with the Panthers winning. Bryce Young getting his first uh, week one win. Or not week one, but... uh, First win of the regular season in his career. We were just talking about this earlier. On paper, the Saints look like they're the best team. So I'm going to go with the Saints to win. I just, Kamaro's out. Everything. I, I just feel like the Panthers, the Panthers can sneak one. They, I think they could sneak one, but I'm still going to, I'm still going to go with the Saints here. I, th- I think that Derek Carr will have a pretty decent game. I think Michael Thomas gets involved a bit more. Jamal Williams probably bounces back from what he did in week one. Yeah, I'm going with the Saints here. I'm 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 good. I feel good about that one. And then the final one, I don't know if this is right. I don't know if there's two Monday Night Football games, but we'll figure it out as the week progresses. Brown Steelers, who you got there? I'm gonna go with the Steelers. Because I, I feel like after last week against the Niners, they're like no way, Mike Tomlin. It's gonna come back week two and go zero and two. No, I don't think so. And that's and, that, and that's not even me saying on the quarterback or whoever. I I'm saying the head coach, Mike Tomlin. There's no way his ass is gonna let this team go zero and two. No, I don't think so either. I was really hoping you'd pick against me, but you didn't because you're you're a little asshole. So that's why I went first. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with the Steelers as well. I will never pick the Browns to win. So yeah, I I I'll, I'll 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 put my feelings aside. If I do think they're gonna win, I will pick them. But they're not gonna win this one. The Steelers are gonna win this one. I'll just say, whenever I do pick the Browns to win, I'll say the Browns are gonna win, but Deshaun Watson's still a loser. That's what I'll say. All right, does that sound good? But he won. He won that game though. He's still a loser. All right. Now, this is what we're going to end off on. Something that they discussed already. We're going to do week one overreaction Super Bowl predictions. Who do you got in the Super Bowl? Who do you got winning the Super Bowl? After just week one, we can come back to this and see if we're right. But this is the overreaction of week one. Do you want to go first, or do you no. want me to go first? Do you have someone in mind? I have one team in mind already. I need to cook up the second team. All right, I can I can go. Okay. So after week one, this is this is supposed to be an overreaction, okay? But we saw a lot of teams do really good things. We saw the Niners. We saw the Cowboys on the NFC side of things. We saw the Dolphins on the AFC. And then you always got to have that in the back of your mind. The Chiefs. They could still do it. The Bengals could bounce back. The Bills could do it. Hell, even Zach Wilson and the Jets could do it. It's only week one. We got 17 more weeks. 
but my teams that I'm picking to go to the Super Bowl from the NFC side of things, I'm going with the Detroit Lions. I think the Detroit Lions, after what I saw in week one, they're going to be in the Super Bowl. Now on the AFC side of things, you know, I was watching one game pretty closely. One game in particular. That game, of course, being the Colts game. I was watching that closely, and I was I was getting excited about seeing Anthony Richardson play. Got to see his first touchdown in the NFL. I was getting ANC. Michael Pittman Jr. did real good stuff. No run game, but we got JT. He's going to be coming back. I was watching that game real close, and I got to say, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be in the Super Bowl next year. They just did everything right. And I'm, as much as I love the Colts, I can't let my bias pick somebody else than the Jacksonville Jaguars. See, you had me going a little bit, and then I was like, no, there's no way he's going to say that. Uh, you might be talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think it's the Jaguars and the Lions in the Super Bowl, and I think the Jaguars will win. Mine, I got. And the NFC side, them boys look great. I got the 49ers. Stellar defense. Yes, it sounds biased, but we look great. And then on the AFC side, I got the Dolphins. Got Tyreek proving himself, you know, saying that, hey, I won a championship on two teams. I don't I didn't need my homes. And you have Tua, you know, winning his first uh, Super Bowl. And that's a little hint on who's probably going to win. The Dolphins are going to win. I'm surprised you picked the Dolphins to beat the Niners. I think once we get in that championship or once we get in that Super Bowl game, I have a hunch Purdy might not play good. Yeah, because I mean that's your boy. That's my boy, but I feel like when it comes when it comes to that light and that stage, I feel like he's he he will be humbled on that first experience, and after that, I feel like he will, he will be ready for the next one, but. His first experience, I feel like it's going to go bad. I, I mean, that isn't. I, I thought you were going to pick the Niners. I, I definitely. I had you going. I no, I knew you were going to pick the Niners. <laughs> I knew it the whole entire time. No, but winning the winning the Super Bowl though, I don't have them winning. I I think that I, that is commendable. You see, I I you know if that if that actually is like you know Super Bowl, you know I feel like the Dolphins would win. No, I, I gotta say, I think. We did a very good job of putting our biases aside to pick these overreaction week one Super Bowl predictions. Mine's Jaguars over Lions. Yours is Dolphins over Niners. Then we've been going for a long time, over an hour now. That's how I should be. It's been fun. It's been a good time. I love football. Football is back. I'm still going to kick your ass in fantasy in week five. Daddy gets what daddy wants, and daddy wants a dub week five. Well, see you get a dub in week two first, all right? You're sitting there 0-1. All right, that's all I want to hear. Why are we talking about Owen? <laughs> all right, let's start, let's get this let's get this over with before we go any further. Thank you everybody for listening. Sorry we were gone for a decent chunk, but we're back and we're going to be consistent now. Our schedules are all cleared up, at least for now. We don't know what could happen in the future, but follow us on any social media. You know, you got X, you got Facebook, Instagram, 
you know threads threads yeah we're on threads too i don't we haven't put anything on threads there really but we're there <laughs> yeah we're there i ain't even posted on threads i'm on my <laughs> actual account but yeah follow us on any social media you can subscribe to our youtube page we're getting that worked out we're talking to our boy pace about that hopefully that'll be worked out soon yeah listen to us wherever you follow our our podcast at apple music spotify iHeartRadio, I think we even got yeah, it on there. Yeah, yeah, we're on iHeart. We're on everything. Wherever you want us, you can get us. You can find Papas everywhere. Make sure you leave that five-star review, and thank you again for listening, and we love you. And we're not going anywhere, I promise. Peace, guys.